Are you there, God? It's us, Sid King and Becca Stevenson. Welcome to the Good Girls Gone Sad podcast, where we unpack our childhood drama and try to figure out why we are the way we are. We're here to answer the questions, what made you good and what makes you sad? Today's guest is Malcolm Armwood, a Rocky Mount, North Carolina native who has lived in New York City for the past 10 years. He's currently in the Tony Award winning musical Hades Town and is part of the original Broadway cast. Welcome, Malcolm. Thank so you. To you. I'm glad to be Welcome. here. We are so excited to have you. Mm-hmm. I did want to say, Malcolm was my dance partner. I was. <laughs> when Becca was like 15, 16 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I, Sid was like, how old is Malcolm? And I was like, I think he was a senior when I was a senior, uh-huh. maybe. Um, but Wait, how yeah. old are you now? I'm 30. You're 30. Okay, I'm 33. Yeah, so, okay. okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't remember junior, if you maybe. had like one more year yeah. after I left. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Malcolm went to East Carolina University in yes. Greenville, North Carolina. And we often at my dance studio had people come in from the theater department and dance with us. And yeah. we had a lot of fun. <laughs> we, I hope you had fun. We did. Okay. We did. We, we enjoyed coming to the studio and hanging out with you guys and helping y'all out. It yeah. was a good time. And I feel like you were always my partner. I think our heights matched up. Yeah, I think our so. Our energy or uh-huh. something. It was either you or Constance. Oh, my yeah. Partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's so crazy it. to see, like, y'all are so grown up now. But, like, <laughs> at that time, y'all seemed so much younger, although you were only, like, a few years younger than we were. I know. Well, and we I, are. it's so funny. I was watching some show and, oh, Shrinking. Great mm-hmm. show. Everyone should watch it. Okay. And the girl in it is, like, 17, and she keeps flirting with this guy who was 22. And I think back to that, and I'm like, I definitely had crushes <laughs> on, like, all of y'all. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so weird. That <laughs> like, you probably were like, this is a tween. Like, why is she, like, flirting with me? And I was like, I'm actually a grown adult, just like you. Right. And in, you your, like, in your Ugg boots not. and trash bag pants, you yeah. were like, I'm actually a full-grown adult. Literally. Have always, I feel like you've, you were quiet. You were really one of the quiet ones. But, like, you would have, like, little quirky moments where you would say something funny, like, on the side. And we would, like, die laughing at oh. you. That's so funny. I like that memory. No, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Because I never think of myself as being quiet, but I definitely am in certain situations where I get like, I mean, I don't know. At the dance studio, I just wanted everyone to like me all the time. Oh, right. Okay. You're probably just like respectful because like dance studios are not a place to like be super boisterous, like famously. You have to be a little more reserved, a little respectful. Yeah. That studio. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ms. Cheryl really laid down the law. She did. (laughs) And I just remember we would have these talks about like people. It would be like, there are mean girls. And I'd be like, she's talking about me. <laughs> and it's like, I don't think she was ever no, talking about no, me. But I always was like, I, I was mean and I just don't remember it. <laughs> People but it that's, such a, that's such a good girl thing. Like the whole class gets called out and you're like, it was me. Whatever right. happened, uh-huh. it was me. Yeah. I did it. You and, I, uh, yeah. uh-huh. and you're like replaying and you're like, I, I didn't say that that way. But, you know, maybe I did yeah. accidentally push that kid into the ground. You I find thought something, I, that, was, yeah, you I thought something I, like, that you did. Yeah. I accidentally hit with my backpack, but maybe it was bullying. Maybe I'm a bully. I'm a bad person. Yeah. Well, enough about the dance studio we would love to talk about you if you'd like to tell us your good girl origin story also we'll remind our listeners that um good girl is a gender neutral term state of mind Uh yes anyone can identify as a good girl so so what made me a good girl yes i would say listen always being a yes man i'm like Mm. yes 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 to everything growing up and i think i've always wanted to like just like please people and to be like liked and wanted 
And in some ways, it has helped me in my adulthood, but also it's like a little trauma there, too, you know, mm -hmm. to where it's just like, Malcolm, absolutely not. Like, no, you know, I've gotten to the point where in my career I'm just like, you're not saying yes to that, you know, because I feel like you get to a certain point, you're just like, that's not serving me in any way, so I'm not going to go in that direction, and I'm going to actually listen to my heart, listen to my gut, and, you know, do what I want. But, yes, I was always like, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do that. I know it may not be, like, anything quirky or, you know, but, like, that's my, yeah, that's yeah. my. No, we talk about that a lot. Uh -huh. I think we all have trouble with saying no to things. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think especially, I mean, I would imagine this is the case in musical theater and yeah. theater in general, like, being a yes man is what you're supposed to do. Like Especially when you first move here. You're told, mm -hmm. like, go to every and any audition. Um, you know, you just want to get seen and, like, kind of take any and everything because you want to get your feet wet. And at the end of the day, I'm like, no. Like, because I don't want to do anything, especially if we're doing, like, shows eight times a week, mm -hmm. eight, you know, doing eight shows a week. I don't want to do anything that is not going to, I'm not going to be happy doing every day, you know? So I say, do the shows that you want to do, you know? And yeah. You say no. And then you get yourself into situations and you're like, ugh. So from like, so how does that work for you guys? Like mm -hmm. being a yes man in, in comedy, like just saying yes to any gigs or. Yes. And like 90% of the time saying yes to the gig is the right thing to do. But there are sometimes where you're like, okay, it's, 75 minutes for me to get from my Brooklyn apartment to Astoria and I'm going to be doing like a five minute set, set and mm. then like I know I should go and like interact with all these people and like it's really good to be like out in the scene but then like I don't know I have to be at work at 8 a.m. tomorrow I have a really big meeting and then like uh, it just cascades your whole gotcha. week and that is more like a personal thing but there are sometimes like ugh, not to be as women in comedy but like <laughs> You're really, like, getting on the train, going very far, coming back super late at night. Like, if you're doing, like, a 11 p.m. show mm -hmm. all the way out in Bushwick and, like, it takes you 40 minutes to get home on the train and it's just, like, you and one other person. Like, I, there was, like, a line I had to draw for myself well, about this, like, one specific venue. It was just, like, simply too far away from me and, yeah. like, I did not feel safe coming home. And a lot of times you're not getting paid. Yeah. Ah, which okay. I, yes. And th I mean, that's the same with, like, auditions and stuff, I'm sure. Right. But mm -hmm. it's, like, any time you're supposed to act grateful for this opportunity yeah. to, you know, spend more in getting there than, like, I, I did a show one time in Staten Island and it was super fun. I had a great time. So you had to take the ferry? I had to take the okay. ferry, which was actually fun. <laughs> I was like, okay, New York Was experience. that your first time? <laughs> yeah, okay. it was. Yeah. And then, but then on the way back, I was like, well, I don't want to take the ferry by myself. Self. And we were all going different places. And so I was like, I guess I'll just get an Uber. And it was like $60. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I just did a show for, for free. free. And, and then had to pay. Had a $60 Uber back, which like, I feel like some of that is just how it goes. But I recently had to cancel something that I was going to go to North Carolina to do. Okay. And I was really excited about it and I wanted to do it. And then I was just like, I'm going to have to fly an, there. Right. And, like, and they're not paying for my flight yeah. or anything. Yeah. And it was just. It has to make sense. Make yeah. it make sense. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of that where it's like you want to say yes to every opportunity, but then every opportunity doesn't necessarily make sense. Right. That's good. You're from North Carolina? Yeah. Originally? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm from Rocky Mount. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Which yes. is pretty close to Greenville. Sid yes. came to Greenville in February. Oh, for, oh, the, for the wedding. wedding. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I had barbecue. I drove through Rocky Mount. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, you did. Yeah. It was, 95 yeah. maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. But do you think, you're, like, where you grew up, 
led into the like being a yes man and everything like that? Um, yeah, I think because also in Rocky Mount, I was sort of the bigger fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. And so it was just it was easy, you know, to kind of just be like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, especially like in school or in community theater. Um, but also with the community theater, I wanted to do those things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, just wanted to be um, the good, you know, like the good child. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people did kind of, you know, saw me as the good boy. Like my cousins, they was like, why are you always like, why you got to be so nice? Like, you're yeah. always a goody two-shoe. I'll, you know, they hated it. And they then you had it. to go and get on Broadway. How did they deal with that? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It was destined. I was, I was destined to be here. So, mm-hmm. But listen, it was not, it was not easy. And, I, you know, we'll talk all about that. But Yeah. And did you move to New York right after graduating ECU? No. I um, So after I graduated, I did a regional gig in – Colorado. I did hairspray at a dinner theater. Fun. Um, and so I had to actually wait tables first. And then at intermission, we had to go and change. Well, not at intermission, I'm sorry. At um, After we served the food, we went and changed into costumes, did the first act. At intermission, came back out to serve desserts. After, in costume or did you have in to change cost- back? Nope. Okay. Stayed in costume. Um after we served desserts, we then went back to finish the second act, and and then I think, yeah, we had closed we had closed all the tabs at intermission. So and then did the you show get the tips over. at least? Yeah, yeah. Okay, at least tips. you got tips. Yeah. Okay. So that's the way. Oh, like, so much to, work in a night. Maybe <laughs> I said I'm not trying to do this again. Oh <laughs> so that's gosh, so that's yeah. you're like okay, drawing my boundaries now. Right. I'm wait a, it was a lot. And but it taught me how to wait tables because I had no experience mm. in being mm-hmm. a waiter. So if I wanted to like move to New York, you know, it would help me out. But um, that's a really nice way of looking at that. that I think is. <laughs> it seems a little. But like- still, a lot of places here in New York are like you need like four years of experience. You know what I'm saying? It's like ridiculous yeah. amount of mm-hmm. um, years of experience. And I'm like, well, I didn't have that, but um, I have. <laughs> I have this um, dinner theater that I worked at. <laughs> well, beyond that, I think like for that translates to like extra years of experience because mm-hmm. you had to perform quite yeah. literally. Yeah. In between, in you between. had to like. It's like I had to do high kicks and spins. Like yes. that's mm-hmm. like I, I, I could carry a tray full of water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. But and I, then you made it to New York. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So while I was there. I got an email from Norwegian Cruise Lines. Mm. Okay, I th- I told said I thought you were on cruises, but then I was like, I made it. Maybe I made that up, no, but I'm right. glad I didn't make it up. No, <laughs> you're right. So I did um, a six month contract on Norwegian Cruise Line, and so I left um, Colorado early, went to Tampa, Florida, rehearsed for a month, and then we flew out to Italy, which is where we ported, and I was out on the Mediterranean Sea for six months. Wow! And it was. The best thing. It was being over in, like, the Mediterranean. Living on a ship, absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, I said six months, and then I'm only doing this one contract, and then I'm, like, going to New York. Mm-hmm. But, like, halfway through it, y'all, I was I was very – I got homesick because mm-hmm. I had never been away from home that long period of time. And so um, I was missing family, and, you know, I would call – Sometimes I would, you know, call my mom whenever we would get, like, internet service, and I would just, like, break down, like, Mom, I'm ready to come home. Yeah. Um, but she said, you only got 
you're only halfway there. You know, you got three months to go. And so my goal was to just save up every week um, to get to New York because I didn't really have funds saved. And yeah, you didn't have to pay rent or anything. You're on a ship. No, on so, a ship, like, that's yeah. a great time food, to do it. Yeah. You know, free lodging. The only thing is pay for ports um, when you're out at, you know, um, out at different ports. And, yeah, that's the only thing. I've heard ship life is really, really tough. It's tough. It's yeah. Rough. Yeah. I'm actually on cruise ship performer TikTok right now. Really? Okay. And, yeah, I what saw is, this girl who is a dancer on a cruise ship, and I don't know which one, but she was, like, showing her like where she lives uh-huh. in this like teeny tiny little room with like yeah. three other girls and um, how many other girls i think three Stop. Mm. yeah and she was um she's like on a college dance team uh-huh. and so she has to have all these skills to be able to like remake the dance team and so she was practicing one of the skills in the hall because she was like we, there's literally nowhere no else space. to do it it was fascinating i was like oh my gosh what a strange way to spend your summer and see luckily i was a um i was what they call a principal singer so um, principal singers they got their own cabin um, it was still small and tight but I didn't have to share with anybody in the dancers they had to share and their legs are so other. long I know yeah. oh, that's yeah. tough yeah. to share your yeah. legs are so long and being on like bunk beds so right after the ship I went back to um, North Carolina mm-hmm. was there for two weeks and then I moved up to New York City my best friend had an extra bedroom in her apartment in Jersey and um, I Stayed with her for like two months, maybe two or three months. Yeah. Wow. And he started auditioning and then it all happened. And it all <laughs> happened. Ups and downs mm-hmm. and all around. And I'm here. Yeah. How long were you? Well, can you just tell us about like the auditioning and everything and then how you got to where you are now? Okay. Yeah. So um, so at the time I didn't have an agent. And so I would go to just open calls. And what an open call is, you... um. You have to get up early in the morning, and it's pretty much kind of a battle between, like, I think at this point, they weren't, like, separated, like, women and men, so sometimes it will all be together, um, and so you had to get up so early to sign a list to get on the, um, the, the waiting list or the audition list or whatever, and, but sometimes there would be, like, a male call and a female call. Um, and so, yeah, I just would go to so many. There would be sometimes three auditions a day, running back and forth. Um, I would be dog tired um, by the end of the day. Um, but it felt good, though, because I was in the city doing, you know, trying to reach this goal and this dream that I, that I had and just, you know, pounding the pavement. But for a while, I wasn't um, working also. And so I was just using the ship money. But then quickly that ship money started <laughs> to, like, go real quick. New York will do that to Oh, you. Yeah. it was eating me up. And I was just like, okay, it's time to get a job. Yeah, it's one of those things you're like, I need to eat again. I have to pay for more <laughs> food. It's pizza. Like, it was yeah. always yeah. dollars like for pizza. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, how lunch. is Pret $7? That's the most money I've ever spent Seriously, on something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, feel that, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so just – Going to many auditions, getting callbacks, and um, I did a few regional gigs. Um, then I was, I mean, I was working, I got a job in retail, working with my best friend. Um, she hooked me up and got me a job at a boutique down in NoHo. Um, 
selling women's apparel and you'd be a great jewelry. salesman i would buy something from you in a really Thank yes you, oh my I would tell you, you look great in this i mean you would look great i in do this. i look amazing today everybody honestly and i wouldn't lie either like i would tell you know i would tell you the truth yeah. when yeah. i worked retail i i'm such a bad liar like that's a very good good thing wanna, good girl thing about me and i was like you don't look good in that um but here's this like i was like i don't know or i wouldn't be like you don't look good in that but it's like but it's not totally it's not flattering like i think we can maybe try tucking it in that's okay, yeah. better though i hate when they're like no i that really does look good on you and i'm like it doesn't it does it. let's and move on yeah let's try yeah. something else like yeah. but some yeah so good girls make great salespeople. yes yes that's true and like trying to find the right words though to mm-hmm. say you know because you don't want to be disrespectful or you yeah. know what i'm saying hurt anybody's feelings mm-hmm, or anything mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know let's this doesn't work for you but let's look at this top and it's a little bit like therapy or like okay how do you feel in this like what or like you come in and like what event are you looking for and be like i'm going on a first date with this guy that we've been like talking for years uh-huh. we've been friends but like we're officially going on a first date or something and you're like yes i know exactly what we need and then like <laughs> making them feel really good and it would like make me feel very good like right. making like women feel good and then i worked in like this I worked for Cache, if which is like oh, yeah. I, I remember Cache. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, yeah. I, was, I feel like in Eastern Carolina. We had that yeah. Yeah. Mall. <laughs> yeah. I was eighteen selling like uh bedazzled cheetah print wrap yes. dresses to like seventy five year old women. Was it like um, a bodycon? Yes, of dress? it was yeah. like it was very like it was Miami. like where you go for prom. It uh-huh. was yes, okay. so they yes, they, yes. Yeah. um but it was like outside of prom season it was just like cold shoulder the store uh-huh. basically <laughs> um and b- it was it was very fun but they'd be like oh you remind me so much of my daughter and i was like i might have your granddaughter i think <laughs> <laughs> um it would make me like really smile when it's like i'm yeah. buying this to uh, i will never forget this one woman came in from nordstrom and she's like i just bought this eileen fisher set and i need jewelry and i was like ma'am i got, got you, you. <laughs> she's like and she like pulled it out of the carpet bag she's like look at this gorgeous Eileen Fisher set. It was a cardigan and pants. It was not oh a gorgeous well, listen, Eileen Fisher set. At the end of the day, if you love it, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want it. And you feel yeah, good in mm-hmm. it. Go leave out the store with that thing. Yes, you know, yes, yes, who yes. am I to tell you like, oh, that's just my opinion. But if if you love it, then yeah, take yes. it. Yeah. But I can see you being an amazing salesperson. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> then I got over that though. I was just like, <laughs> you know, when you're doing like a a side hustle and it's not the thing that you want to be doing, you get real over it like you resent it you're like this Mm -hmm. is the thing that's holding me back when it's really the thing that's like making it possible but it's tough especially when you see people who don't have to do that and you're like "Mm, Uh i could be doing this thing all day every Every day day. but it makes you a more rounded well-rounded person in the long run it does and luckily like you know um they were able to work around my schedule and very flexible with my audition you know my different auditions um and callbacks and things like that so um yeah, so shout out to Townhouse. Mm-hmm. That I, I don't think it's no longer a thing, but like, yes. Um, shout out to Townhouse. Shout out to Townhouse, yeah. And then. Oh, and then, um, so yeah, so I did also babysat. Mm-hmm. I was a babysitter. That's what I was doing before I booked the show mm-hmm. or when I booked um, Hades Town. Um, I was babysitting kids and. That was a. How was that? Yeah. How was, especially babysitting in New York, I can only imagine. You know, you have to have, you really do have to have patience with kids and you have to somewhat like, you know, Mm -hmm. tolerate and like kids. Um, But I don't want to do it again. And I won't do it again unless it's my child, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't want to do that. That's it. No, I've done it. And um, yeah, we can do it. I did kind of get close to. 
um, like the family that I was with before I left. Um, there, I always like sometimes will message them just you know check in to see how they're doing. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in a few years, honestly, and, and I need to I need to check in and just to see how they're doing. I would love to see you know see what they're up to, and yeah. I know they're all grown up now and. Yeah. Were they so happy they for were. you? Were they so happy for you? They were. That would be so cool. It was actually, it was a family. It was like, it was a single mom who had five kids. Wow. Um, she had adopted um, most of them. But, um, yeah, they were, they, were, they were sweet kids. And, you know, um, they just needed, you know, some special attention and some good loving. And, but, like, at the end of the day, I had a good time with them. And. But yeah, they were very happy for me. They got me a cake, uh, saying congratulations, Aww. Malcolm, and um, yeah, it was a good send off. That's fun. It was a good send off. But yeah. I was like, "Let's go! Yeah. Let's, <laughs> we gotta." Now like, you I'll miss you, but not a, that much. Not that much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have my cake and eat it too. Eat it Goodbye. Too. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> Wait, so Becca was telling me your timeline a little bit. Was this mm-hmm. like right before COVID when you booked the show? Yes, this was. Um, I we started rehearsals in February February of. 2019 oh, okay I was like so oh, we had a good a good year uh-huh. and it was a it was a a good run too for that year because um the show had gotten many like well at that point we were just doing like a lot of like tv appearances um when did the show open we opened in april of 2019 oh so you were oh Original cast. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought, in my mind, Hades mm-hmm. has been open since like 2016 because it's no. just it's like such a so, staple of the community right. now. Right. But in 2016, it was on, it was off Broadway. It was, it's mm. out of town trial, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So it did off Broadway 2016 and then they went over to, I want to say they did Canada. I don't know if Canada was before off Broadway, but then they did London mm-hmm. in 2018. Yeah, and then so after the, after London, they came over, and we started rehearsals for Broadway. For Broadway. Wow. Yeah. And then you opened the show. And then we opened the show. Yeah, and you did a lot of appearances. I remember yeah. that press tour and being like, those are the coolest people yeah. on Broadway. Like, they're so cool. Yeah. They're so I know. Cool. I saw it pretty early on, and you took me backstage, which is really cool. Oh, I yes, you're right, when we could do backstage tours. Yeah, like, I've, I've, like, never felt cooler. Well, actually, I don't know that I went backstage, but we went on the stage. On the stage, yeah. And that we was, had to wait That's pretty much the backstage Yeah, tour. there was, like, somebody famous there. I don't remember who it was, but we had to, like, wait for the famous person uh-huh. to get off, and I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I'm basically famous <laughs> who did you who did you come with did you remember i so i came with my uncle but he didn't come with me okay when i met up with you but okay. um okay. came to the city and was like i really want to go to Hades Town. Oh, can nice. i take you and i didn't know anything about it except for that you were in it uh-huh. and i was like yes yeah. i would love to see it and so we we went and saw it and it was like i'm so glad he did that because i don't think i would have been able to see it really? at that point i mean it was so expensive for yeah. so long yeah, it was. Um, but it was really cool to be able to see it in the beginning and i everything. wasn't on was I? No, okay. which was a bummer. I was a swing yeah. at that time. So yeah, so for those who don't know what a swing is, I covered the ensemble members and so that was like five different tracks that I had to learn. Vocal tracks, staging, light choreography. Just light choreography. <laughs> yeah. you know, no, I meant like with the lights. Oh, like, yeah, yes. but also, oh, I thought you mean yeah. like, oh, small choreo. Like, I was like, it's not small no, choreo, no. it's big choreo. I, I would never, I would never no. kiss the choreo in Hadestown that no, way. No, 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 no. But, I mean, Hadestown is different in a sense of, like, um, shows like, let's see, I don't know if, it's like, Some Like It Hot mm-hmm. or 
thoroughly modern Millie. Yeah, you're not tap dancing. It's my right. way. It's not that. No, it's very much so like grounded and with a little like some like modern contemporary things, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I was a swing at that point and I did that for the year before I did the I did it for the year before um, the pandemic. I did it when we came back. And then I want to say 2021, November, I got my own track mm-hmm. to do, um, to be in the show every night. So that's what I wanted that because I was tired of being a swing. <laughs> <laughs> You're tired it's, of swinging the lights? A, it, was, it was just a lot of work and, you know, and your you brain. Have, like, you have like a binder of like all the information. I had a notebook. I yeah. did have a notebook. Some people have like note cards. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's like own skill being a swing yeah, and being yeah, able to swing. It's just can, like the most stressful thing. But some people love it. Mm-hmm. You know, they thrive off of doing that. And I took the challenge because I was like, you know, this is my Broadway debut. I'm not going to say no. Um, I really did enjoy the music because I knew nothing of it before mm-hmm. going into the auditions. Um, and so like the more um, callbacks I got, I was like, you know, let me really like really dive into you know, the, the soundtrack and everything. And I, I loved it. I fell in love with it. And so I was like, yeah, I want to be a part of this. Um, and then going into rehearsals, um, just just being with the other, like, because we started off, it was just the ensemble and the three fates mm-hmm. who are um, considered principals. And the other five main principals, they were still in London. So we just rehearsed with just us, um, us few. And... It was, I don't know, it was just this experience. It was just, I, was, I, I remember just like learning the music and just like, just bopping and just like, this is, this is a hit. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like this is a hit show. And, um, and we ended up being a hit show. Yeah. It it's unlike anything I've ever seen. If yeah. any of our listeners haven't seen it, it's incredible. It's yeah. special. It's, it's very my special. sister's favorite show. Her and her girlfriend flew out just to see it. Yeah. And it was, they cried. They sobbed. Um, so shout out to Sam and Maria. I think uh, it's hey a lot Sam of people's favorite show. Well, I also I've think heard a lot like, of people say I, that. And it's like, I think honestly, like good girly because it's this <laughs> like, I don't know, like desperate love story. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Um, also Roman. a good girl thing is to, like totally being obsessed with mythology. I was just going to say, yeah. I did go through a Greek mythology <laughs> like, phase. So and then, and, like reimagining mythology is like such a good girl thing. Um, but it's just like desperate love story. Yeah. Do you like what good girl elements do you find in Hangstown? Um, Oh, that's a hard question. It's, it's fair. You can, you can oh. take your time or not answer it. I don't <laughs> know. See it. I have to sit on that one to, and think about it. Because it's so emotional. Very. Mm-hmm. And then when yeah. it's fun, it's so fun, but there's still this element, like, it takes place in that, like, dingy cafe. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I saw it the one time I, like, know the soundtrack, but uh-huh. you are obviously in it every night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, takes place in, like, a dingy cafe, and it's still, like, all of these kind of, like, like desperate people uh-huh. kind of, like, coming together to celebrate and mourn and, like, uh-huh. do all of these things together. Yes. Um, yes, that's what I know. Yeah. But it's, so it, it's feels, like it feels like um, like people desperate for connection, which I think good girls community. at the end of the day, like wanting to be liked mm-hmm. or and then just like being so unsure that like, I don't know, I think so. So good girl is like being unsure and turning around. Uh-huh. Yeah. Turning around is such a yeah. good girl Maybe thing. That, second guessing yeah, yourself. Yeah, second second guessing yes. Yourself. Doubt. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the song at the end is mm-hmm. doubt comes in yeah. and and it just, you know, it just tears you up and you're just like oh what do I do you know you're torn and then sometimes you just give into that doubt and 
Come and see Hades Town. Come yeah. see Hades Town. Well, <laughs> way so down underground. So you started playing Hermes sometimes. Yeah. So when did that happen? That <laughs> happened last year, at the end of last year, November. Uh, well, I started rehearsal rehearsing for the track September or October of 2022, and I've always wanted to play that role since because I, I went in to um, understudy it um, in the beginning, and I, I didn't get it, but I got the swing position. And then I wanted to cover it again um, when somebody was leaving, one of the covers was leaving, and I had to have another audition, even though I was, you know, in wow, the production. Yeah. yeah, I had to have another audition, and it didn't, it didn't work out in my favor again. And I kind of got a, a little defeated, you know. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to continue to want to be seen for this trip. I was like, you guys know what I can do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got into a place of just like, yeah, like defeat. And I would come, as, like people would come through the show and they would cover it, cover the track. And I would have to watch them in rehearsals do the thing that I wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was tough for me. And I know sometimes I would be in rehearsals and I would just be like, oh, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be here right now because like, I like knew put, what I could do. And, and like I, put in rehearsals? Like put in rehearsals. Yeah, so you're like, you're already taking time out of your like, or just like time regular off un- to do it. Or yeah. just like regular understudy rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the swings had to be at pretty much every rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, I, I knew I was capable of doing this. And it just wasn't my time yet. And so so I was just like, you know what, I'm going to let it go. And so I let it go. And then, you know, months, maybe like a year or so later, the director came to me. She was like, hey, I want to talk to you. Um, She was like, it's nothing bad. I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) And so after after one show, she was like, how would you feel about um, understudying the role of Hermes? And I was like, you know what, let me actually think about it because there was – some trauma there for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I sat and I thought about it. I was like, Malcolm, you know, this was the thing that you manifested. Mm-hmm. I, Cause I continue to manifest. I was like, I will one day play this role. And so sometimes I had, so at that point I had to like put my pride aside and be like, do the thing, prove to yourself that, you know, you were meant to do this and that you can do this. And so I took on the gig and it's been a blast ever since. And like last week, I got to go on all eight shows. Wow. For Is that exhausting? a principal. Honestly, at the end of the day, it can kind of be exhausting, but like it was what I felt like I was meant to do. Yeah. And so it just gave me this burst of like energy every day. Like going in, I want I was ready to go into work. Because like right now I've done this track so many times. So it's just, you know, it's just kind of second nature to me just you know just to go in and just do it but this I wanted to really like give some much more attention I also wanted to see what it felt like to do all eight shows consecutive you know consecutively and so I did it and you know it took more like a little bit more sacrifice as far as like making sure I steamed before the show I would steam afterwards at night um making sure I got plenty of rest, seven, eight hours of sleep. So, you know, just 
Really taking care of yourself. Yeah. Really taking care of myself. <laughs> and but like being excited to prioritize that, you know. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was great. It was great. And I was like, I could do this. I could be a principal. I will yeah. be a principal. You will, you will yes. be a principal. I will. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That might Thank be. You. I mean, not to bring it down, but I feel like this is a good time to transition into what made you sad. Well, like yeah. Can I say something real quick oh, first, yes. though? I think this is going to like embarrass you in a good way. But when, uh, so when I was in high school, I remember one of the guys saying, if anybody makes it, it'll be Malcolm. Really? Because I don't know if you remember this, but when we were my senior piece, y'all. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> they sang acapella. I think I've told you about this before, actually. And Malcolm was like the lead and they all like everybody. Cause we were kind of like, we don't actually know who's good at what. And every yeah, single y'all had person. never really heard us sing. Yeah. And yeah. except for, well, I always went to the shows at shows. ECU, okay. but, okay. but not like up close and personal. Yeah. And, um, somebody had like every single person was like, Malcolm should do it. Absolutely. And then I remember somebody saying that and I was like, <sighs> oh, that's so cool. And then I like ran into you in hell's kitchen one time with my parents, which was random. And like, we were all just like, it's so cool <laughs> that he like did it. <laughs> so I hope you feel that way I too. Sure it sounds like you your do. Parents yeah. I remember that. On my mom has actually been, um, requesting that you come on the show really <laughs> yes so shout out to linda uh, yes yes I remember your mom yeah. yes did so she even did she even mention it at the wedding she's mentioned it to me maybe it was when we got breakfast she also submitted it officially on our spotify yes <laughs> yes she did we and had like a who should come on next and my mom has thank you linda <laughs> yeah thank you for thinking of me i appreciate yeah. that linda's that always thinking of you oh, she is. So yeah sweet. but i just wanted you to know that because i feel like that's the kind of thing that like people say about you but you never get to hear but yeah. i just i've always kind of had that in my head of like they were so right. Oh, that's but that means a lot. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, what made you sad? Yeah, Let's so now, it down. now get sad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ruin this moment. No. Honestly, I feel like when you know like what you're meant to do and where you're meant to be, and some people don't see your vision or your dream or you know like they put you in a box. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I am what like six one. A lot of people assume, and I'm, you know, like, athletic built, thin frame or whatever. A lot of people assume that I'm a dancer. I can move really. I can I move say, well. You're a great dancer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I I, you I'm a dancer, but I'm not like a, I say, a dancer dancer. And so I consider myself an actor singer. So I, I'm trying to. There's nothing wrong with the ensemble. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being in the ensemble. But for me, I see myself being a principal actor. I see myself leading a show. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard sometimes when, you know, I get a lot of, like, audition materials from, like, you know, my agents saying, like, hey, um, you got invited to this dance call. And I'm like, okay, but I don't want for, for an ensemble track but I don't want to do that, you know? So that's a lot of times you have to turn down a lot of things and sacrifice to do the thing that you want. So, I, yeah, so a lot of times a lot of people want to cast me as a, you know, or see me as a dancer, but I'm like, no, I want to be seen as that that leading role, that leading man, you know? And so, um, so sometimes, yeah, so when people don't really see what you see and where you want to be, yeah. That makes me a little frustrated at times. But, you know, that's when you take over your power and that's you take your power and you just say, "No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to turn this down and I, this is I want to be seen for this track or I want to be seen for this role." 
And yeah. What do you think has helped you find your power? Um, really just coming into myself and in tune with who I am and knowing, getting back to that little 15-year-old boy who started doing musical theater at community at a community theater in Rocky Mount and doing these shows with so so much confidence and going into these auditions with so much like fearlessness like I always try to like tap into him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be like okay where you at <laughs> let's cuz let's go into this room and do what you do you know and um so yeah a lot of times I kind of call on that little teenage Malcolm. That's beautiful because I feel like a lot of times we talk about like kind of really finding yourself as an adult and sometimes like we're not super excited about the people that we were like sometimes as good girls gone sad we're like oh that's so cringy like I shouldn't have said yes to all those things I shouldn't have done x y and z but like being really proud of where you came from and tapping into that is like a beautiful reminder. Everything that I've done up until now I do not take I don't regret it. I don't, you know, I, I think it's helped me and shaped me into the man that I am now. So, um, but always there's much more work to be done, mm-hmm. you know, self-work. And, but uh, yeah, we're climbing to the top. Yeah, it's you are like the top. the top of Rocky All out. of us, all yeah. of us. Yeah, the top of Rocky Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Thank I love you. that. I think that's such a good reminder, especially like with dreams, mm-hmm. you know, it can feel so almost like silly yeah. to be like, I should be whatever it is that comes to your mind when you think that. And I don't know. I think back on like what I wanted in high school. And yeah, I agree. Like I was judgy and I was kind of bitchy sometimes in high school. And I don't I don't <laughs> well, I like think, yeah, that. We think those yeah. are like our personalities. We not all like, have those yeah. moments. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, like, yeah, I, I wish I could – or I, I want to be able to tap into that yeah. and not feel like it's silly right? and unreasonable or anything. And I don't know. It's really cool to see you doing it. Thank you. It's really, yeah. it's really awesome. And I think a lot of those times, you know, we are judgy and, like, really critical of other people is because it's nothing to do with them, honestly. It's mm-hmm. just us being, like, self-conscious or, you know, um, insecure – hundred percent. That's all it is, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're kind of a little jealous that they have the capacity to actually like lean into that thing that they want to do and just like don't care what other people say. And that's, you know, that should be the place that we want to be in. Like, I don't care what you, what you think of me or where you think I should be. I'm going to do this thing because it's my life and that's what I want to do. And I also think your story is a really great reminder. Like I think, um, going sad sometimes feels like going practical Mm -hmm. and like remembering if you have like a big dream like I don't know you can still dream big you can you can still dream big and you can still like go for these things but it's like oh get realistic because for me a lot of like going sad is like learning nuance and like learning that things aren't very black and white in regards to like political issues or just like really so many things like like relating to people but there are some aspects where it's like you know maybe remove the nuance if this is your thing you really want to do just yeah, work it's all for, a stepping like, still stone. work for yeah. it yeah and then maybe shoot for the moon land amongst the land amongst the stars yes be open mm-hmm. you know have an open mind um learn things from different different cultures different you know different types of people um yeah just 
Yeah, be open. Be open. Open yourself. Also, what makes me sad, y'all, when I get home after doing, like, you know, like doing a, some good work, you know, doing shows, eight shows a week, not having something sweet to eat in the house. Y'all, <laughs> I, listen, I have that a sweet That makes me sad, too. Listen, I have a sweet <laughs> tooth. I thought you were going to be like, I come home from like these cheering, adoring crowds and I feel alone. And you're like, I no. want a little cake. No, no I want a cinnamon roll. Cake. I want a donut. I want, yeah. And I don't have anything sweet in the house to eat. And I hate that. Yeah. That makes me so sad. Um, I love the Trader Joe's like little mini cones. I've never uh-huh. had those. Oh, yeah. They're so good. And I'm like literally. The ice cream cones? Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, like Michael will like get up to go to the bathroom or something. And I'm like, cone? Yes. Can I have a cone? <laughs> but listen, you can eat like three of those in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I try to keep myself to one. But Michael okay. will be like, I went for a run. So I ate eight. <laughs> <laughs> They're like all the gone. Box. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. I'm vegan. So like they have the, they have some non-dairy ones mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. yeah. I like the little good. sandwiches too. Uh-huh. Because they're so nostalgic, oh, yeah. a little sandwich. Yes. Oh my the god. Okay, sandwiches. the Nestle Toll House ice cream sandwiches. They they have like mini ones. Ooh. And uh, Michael got them recently because Trader Joe's was closed and we needed our cones. <laughs> and it, they're so good. Yeah. I mean, I like they're like dangerous, yeah. but they're so good. Oh, listen. Oh, like whenever I would have like a a bad audition, I would treat myself to a donut. As you should. I would go to Dough Donut. And I would get me a donut because, you know, I was out just to help me feel better. Yeah. I was like, oh, you bombed that one. <laughs> go get something. Go get something sweet to eat. Yeah, yeah. So it's like at the end, it's either you leave feeling amazing or you leave with a donut. Yes. And either way, it's either a win. Way, a win, win, win is a win. Yes. <laughs> when I first moved to New York, I lived here for a couple of weeks and I like sublet from somebody in the Upper East Side uh-huh. and I had no friends and I had just started my job and like had no friends at work and quickly my friends like moved up from North Carolina and stuff. So I ended up having some friends, but like, yeah, so okay. it's not that sad. Okay, <laughs> but okay. There's like a couple weeks where it was like the, I had to move immediately after graduation. And so I would walk from my office in Soho to the upper West side. I would get ice cream and then I would <laughs> walk across the park to the upper east side and that was like my oh, evening like really? <laughs> would just go on this like insanely long walk but i went to e mac and bolios on the upper west side <laughs> all the time Aww. and i just remember being like i deserve this you do because you i do. don't you have do. any friends you're not <laughs> well, also you're walking six miles a day <laughs> not that true. not that um That's working out means that you like not to body you know like yes, you yeah, see yeah, what i'm yeah. saying <laughs> but um also you were <laughs> like you probably needed some sustenance <laughs> yeah that's so true Okay, well, we can move into our next segment. Yes. Um, do you have anything to add to the Good Girl Glossary? Honestly, having a sweet little treat when you get home. Is, yeah, like, honestly, okay. having a sweet little example. I think, I think that was the thing that I was going to okay. yes. say for that. Yeah, yes. Should we add yeah. that in? Or like being like, I deserve a sweet little treat. Yes. Deser- yes. Deserving a sweet little treat. Deserving a sweet little treat. Deserving yes. a sweet little treat. Little treat. Treat okay. yourself. So to add it, we just say it in unison. Are you ready? One, two, three. Deserving, Deserving a sweet, a sweet little, little treat. treat. I might make that like my ringtone. Um, Sid does our sound effects. I love that. It's it's official now. You're officially in the glossary. I'm trying to harmonize with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you, want, you want to go together? Perfect pitch. Yeah, I don't know if I if I can do it. Okay. I was close. I was off. No, no you were on. You were on. I was off. But yeah. Wow, I loved that. All right, Broadway, <laughs> call me. <laughs> She's, She's ready. I'm available to sing three notes, and that's it. Um, okay, perfect. So now we are going to transition into our silly little game. Okay. So we write a game for all of our guests. Nice. And this one is called. Oh, sorry. What is it called? It's <laughs> called Good Girl, Bad Luck. Oh, yeah, Good Girl, Bad Luck. Okay. I was trying to open it, and I got I got distracted. 
Um, so we are good girls tend to be a little superstitious. You mm-hmm. know, we like our rituals. Yes. Okay. So these are about theater superstitions, and you're gonna tell us if they're real or fake. Okay. They're very. They're very silly. Yeah. Okay. And if you will win either way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Great. A bad dress rehearsal means the show will be a hit. Oh, true. True. Yes. True. Yes. yes. Um, it's an old wives' tale, and no one is quite sure how it started. Perhaps the quiet prayer of a high school drama teacher. Oh, you don't have to read all of this. <laughs> oh, no, that was funny, though. That was funny. Many, many theater folks cling to the idea that a bad dress rehearsal is a good omen for a successful opening night. Yes. Occasionally, there's a co- coincidence that a disastrous final dress rehearsal proceeds to an amazing premiere, but this is most likely the result of a prepared, pr- prepared production, committed artists, and a large dose of adrenaline. Mm. I think I've been in situations like that where it's like a desperate like the situation. night before you have an audience, things just like go like out of whack mm-hmm. and like costumes, um, set pieces. But then when it comes to the night of the show, everything is just like there. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's a good show. Um, in my high school theater, I went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my good girl origin story is extreme Catholicism, but <laughs> um, we had this like special prayer we would say, and it's like Saint Anthony, or um, sorry, Saint Genesius will sprinkle his Genesius <laughs> dust over this production, oh and we would like hold hands tighter than we ever have. And it's like God, if you're up there, we need Susical the pray. musical yeah. <laughs> to go well. We used to pray before dance performances, and uh-huh. I remember we it started with in the Nutcracker when we were Paula Chanel's in sixth grade, and then we just like it was like me, Summer, Natalie, and Hillary, and we did it every yes. year. And I just remember we'd be like. Dear Lord, please help Summer's awful, awful boyfriend be in the audience <laughs> or else they are going to break up. <laughs> That's funny, And though. then it was like, dear Lord, please help Becca get her double turn because she has never hit it. <laughs> did you get it that night? I'm sure I did not. No, I got really good at faking the double. For some reason, I'm not a turner. I'm not a turner. I've, been, I've witnessed some of the, the prayers. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Also, these um little write-ups are from broadwaydirect.com, so okay. don't want to plagiarize oh <laughs> yes uh-huh. let them know um okay number two the majestic theater is haunted and that's why they picked it for phantom i don't know but i've heard of multiple um theaters having like spirits and things inside and and i and i believe in it mm-hmm. i believe that is something true. So I'm going to say true. I've never seen anything and don't want to see any ghosts <laughs> or anything, but um, I believe, yeah. It's false, but the Belasco Theater is ah. said to be haunted. Oh, the Belasco. Yeah. What, what theater is Hadestown in? Hadestown is in the Walter Kerr. The Walter Kerr. Mm-hmm. Is that one haunted? Yeah, is that one haunted? Um, I've heard somebody say that they've seen, they've seen something mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Also, um, maybe maybe we get away from haunted because that means that sounds yeah. negative. Yeah. Maybe it's That's like so true. it's you know it's spirited. It could be a friendly, yeah, spirited, yeah, spirited, a spirited. <laughs> spirited. Yeah, because I feel like a theater ghost is a friendly ghost. A phantom bad. Casper ghost, is friendly. a friendly ghost. Yeah, like, so, a friendly ghost. <laughs> so true. <laughs> okay, um, turn the ghost light on before you leave the theater. Yes. Yes. True. And that's yes. like a safety thing, mm-hmm. and like besides superstition. Yep. Yep. That's what Broadway Direct said. So. But. Yep. <laughs> okay. Is it? Um, the lore of almost every theater usually involves a few ghosts who haunt the place. Many thespians believe the ghost light wards off these spirits, mm. while others believe they're there to give the spectral divas a lighted area to perform <laughs> in. Whether it is for safety or actual ghosts, I think we are all grateful. Its glow keeps us from having accidents and turning into freshly minted theater ghosts ourselves. Is that why it's called a ghost light? I, I don't. Honestly, I, don't know. honestly I just thought it was to... 
I thought it's because it looked like a ghost. Like, if you enter yeah. a theater and there's only the ghost lights on stage, you're like, that's a ghost. I don't know. Maybe that's probably I think wrong. I once heard that it welcomes. The spirits. Yeah, the spirits yeah. on, like, on stage or something like that. So I heard that it from somebody. It keeps them on stage and out of the wings and yeah. out of the flies. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so we're not dropping if stuff they on want, You know, if they want to take their moment, you yeah. know, while everybody's away. And mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I hope they have that time to shine. I don't know. You I know, do, I, too. I should really look more into that, though. I would be singing Boy Next Door (laughs) (laughs) on stage by myself and never for anybody else. Oh, my God. Are you talking about the Hugh Jackman Boy Next Door? Well, I'm talking specifically about because doesn't um, in that episode of Glee, Kurt goes and performs Boy Next Door or do they both perform Defying Gravity? They sneak into a theater. Yeah, I am not the boy next door. Hugh Jackman, yes. Uh I don't belong. Uh huh. Like I did before. before. That's a good girl anthem. That is an anthem for good girls. I used to want to put that in my repertoire book. What's What's holding you back? You know what? I might (laughs) revisit that and put that in there. It's, it's a light dance track. You just have to do a lot of hip thrusts. Listen, that's fine. A tight pant and a hip I thrust. Love a good, I love a good hip <laughs> thrust. If you were thrown into an audition right now and you had no time to prepare, what would you sing? What would I or sing? Or is that proprietary information? Oh, no, no, no. I would sing, um, usually like my pop song is Ordinary People by John mm-hmm. Legend. Oh, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Or a, there's a song called, it's not pop, but um, um, it's, um, what is the song, Malcolm? Ajate from Five Guys Named Mo. Oh, yeah. Five Guys Named Mo. Hey, that's it. You better kn- <laughs> Y'all, Sid knows her stuff. Sid does, yeah. And Five I don't. Five Guys Named Mo. <laughs> I, especially, like, high school theater. I feel like Sid and Michael, my husband, like, really will bond over, like, niche really? little performances. And it's I'm like, like I did. back and forth. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I actually did a tap dance at the early Modern Millie, but I don't you know what the storyline is. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell you anything. <laughs> well, forget about the boy, because I'm hanging out with your husband. That was ah. a joke <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. Got it. Okay. Um, buttons on costumes have to be buttoned top to de- top down. If they're buttoned in the wrong order, an actor will trip on stage. False. Yeah, that's false. <laughs> that's false. Yeah, we made it's that. false. Because also, who has real buttons anymore? It's all right. Velcro. It's all snaps. Mm, true, true, true. I also did yeah. costuming. That was um because uh-huh. I work in fashion yeah. now and I did costuming and like fifty percent of my time was replacing buttons with snaps. Listen, we need but something then put, easy, then, convenient, but then yeah. gluing or um sewing the button back on top of the snap yeah. so it looks so like it formal looks wear. Like uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. That was my f- that was mine. So I'm glad uh, it's okay. That was good. It's okay, that was good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, number five. Singers should eat three grapes as soon as you wake up on show day for a clear voice. False. Yeah, it's false. You're <laughs> like, you're like, but you're like, I don't do that. You're like, if it's true, I'll get I on should, the grapes. Right, I should. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy. Right I should start well. buying some. Have y'all had the cotton candy grapes? Yes. Oh. I've never had those. Are they good? They're Okay, They're I good. don't really like them because they okay, weird too me sweet. out. Is it too sweet? Yeah. Because okay. they taste like cotton candy. Oh, really? They taste like cotton candy flavoring. Okay. But people like love a, them. Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, that would be a perfect sweet treat. Perfect oh. sweet treat when you get home. It's like healthy yeah. and like dessert. Are you a frozen grape person? You have frozen grapes? You know what? My best friend, Bobby, um, you, you, you might remember yeah, Bobby. Yeah. yeah. So um, he used to, I don't know if he still does, but he would freeze his grapes when we lived together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, why, why are you freezing your grapes? I, I can't do the texture. Never heard of that. Well, if you have sensitive teeth, it's like a nearly impossible yeah. task. But my mom used to freeze our grapes, yeah. and it's really? a it's a big like if you're trying to have a sweet treat, but you're on a yeah. diet. <laughs> it's it like works. frozen yogurt. Ice, That's right. the only thing. Yeah. Like freezing, like freezing yeah. real old Greek yogurt. yogurt. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, I know that trick. I've seen it on the internet. But also, <laughs> it's like if it's hot out and you come home and like some, oh, it's, it's like eating like a slushy. Mm-hmm. It's really delicious. Yeah. And I feel with the cotton candy grape, it would really just up the extra. That's true. I wouldn't notch. do it all the time, and honestly, I don't really buy. I don't really buy grapes. 
grapes. I don't either. I think you're either like a grape person or you're not. Yeah, I buy not grapes for like a choice. charcuterie board and mm-hmm. then I'm happy yeah. to have them later. Yeah. But okay. I'm a big bring grapes to a party. Okay. And That's everyone's like, oh my God, grapes. Yeah. But then some people like I have to bring both colors. You have to bring mm-hmm. red and red purple. And Sorry, red and green. purple are the same. Red and green. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and also grapes are so expensive. They're like. <laughs> Eleven dollars a pound or something. Who's doing that? Anyway, Mm-mm. okay. So that's that, that was a grape st- grape minute with Sid. Yeah. <laughs> and if any grape brands want to sponsor us, <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> All right, you want to do number oh, six? Yes. Sorry. Uh, say break a leg instead of good luck. Yes. Yes. That's true. I wonder. Wait, is the lore um um is the lore here? Oh, it's the mischief making spirits of the stage might use their magic to force the opposite of what you wish to happen. So if you say break a leg. Guess you won't break a leg. But you can't say that to dancers, right? No. Which is yeah, which you is have to say married, which means shit. Okay. Which was a really fun fact when we learned that <laughs> as teenagers. I, I remember, loved it. I remember yeah. this is like another good girl thing for me. I remember when I learned I was like, I've been saying what? I've been saying what this whole time? That's <laughs> dirty and bad. I just always felt like a poser when I said it. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I say ballet, not ballet. But now uh, I, like, make myself say ballet if I'm talking to somebody who's oh a real really? dancer. So I feel like the it's New York City ballet. ballet. It's not ba- it's ba- ballet. It's ballet. Yeah. That's how real ballerinas say At the it. ballet. Okay, yeah. I really, I need to be put I'll say ballet with my little <laughs> yeah. southern accent. Ballet. The ballet. I was like, I think you'd be like, oh, yeah, I said it's a ballet. <laughs> ballet. Yeah, that's ballet. how I say it. Ballet. ballet. <laughs> Everything is beautiful at the ballet. <laughs> Okay, number seven. Whistling backstage in a theater is considered a jinx. False. It's real. real. It's real? Yeah. Let's see. Oh. It grows out of a practicality. In the old w- days of theater, scenery was manually lifted into the air by men hoisting it with ropes. The stage hands oh. would cue each other by whistling. So if an actor whistled backstage, they might accidentally cue a stage hand to oh. lift or drop scenery. Got mm. it. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's good. I, I was tell one that I copied and pasted. Yeah, I was. I was wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering. I was like, oh, is it because it's so annoying when actors whistle <laughs> and it's like, hey, shut up? But it's, it was practical. And listen, I just what did I see? Um, Once upon a warmer time, I just saw mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah, was that fun? It was cute. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good time. Um, I've heard the especially. Is oh yeah, they're dancing. Well. They are. Um, Those are dancers first. Yes. Yeah. Like break dancers, oh. hip hop, like oh, I want to see it. Giving. Yeah. That's cool. Uh-huh. Like Savian Glover style. No, not even no. Savian. No. Savian Glover is a tapper. Tapper. Right. You know what? I <laughs> want to provoke what I just said. The thing is, Sid makes references all the time, and I don't get them, so I never say anything, but I'm like, oh, I got that one. Okay, <laughs> only because okay, I know a tapper. I, I saw the Bring On To Noise, Bring On To Funk tour. Oh, you did. And there's a lot of, there's like break dancing in that, but also I forget that he is a tapper. tapper. Uh-huh. And he does like a tap monologue that, like, I think I saw that when I was like, I was like, yeah, they're big. Twelve. I was young, I and I remember be being like, it young. changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> and to this day, I still tap. Cool. He just came and saw. He came and saw Hades Town. This past week. Oh, oh my that's gosh. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. I feel like he was Miss Clarine's. Like she always talked uh, about him. Uh, so that's yeah. the only reason I know that from our Miss Shirley and Miss Clarine. Miss Clarine. Well, Miss Cheryl. Yeah. Miss Clarine was. Um, tap. She teacher. was the tap, tap teacher at, at ECU, ECU and for us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, you have one more. Um, eating eggs on stage, even just pretending to for a show, is bad luck. False. False. That's I was false. about to say, I remember seeing, well, I mean, I don't know if this matters, but I remember seeing Rocky, and he would eat raw eggs. Do they actually do that? Oh, he actually did it. Oh, Andy yeah, Carl. Like as a, 
Andy Carl did. As, mm. as Rocky, yeah. You know, Whoa. when he's, like, training and, yeah. like, getting ready for the big fight, he would crack open raw egg mm. and he would eat it. And I remember the crowd going, like, crazy for that for that scene. I that actually part. think I would do nudity before I would eat an egg. <laughs> really? Raw egg. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I would show Yeah, I'm not eating nobody's raw egg. Especially when I'm vegan now. Um, yeah. Well, uh, have you heard about the pies in Sweeney Todd? About no. how there's Do so many dietary restrictions on stage uh-huh. and they don't want to like have dairy or whatever that the pies are literally disgusting because what they have they? so many dietary restrictions. They're just made of like just gluten free, different flowers okay. and like the vegetables or whatever to get it like make it look a certain way. Um, but there's a funny clip that I'll, I'll share with you on Instagram or something okay. of her being like, no, no, no. And it is not the m- management. They are doing their best. But the pies are really quite disgusting. Oh, <laughs> and Ash were trying to be so politically correct Aww. about these pies. It's like, no, we've heard rumors that they're disgusting. <laughs> Love it. And Andy Carl's like, yeah, I'll eat the eggs. <laughs> yes, raw. Raw. Oh. Raw eggs. Oof. You couldn't pay me. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I mean, you, I, think, I think we could. Yeah, maybe. I think you would get used to it. I don't know. I'm pretty picky. (laughs) (laughs) And that's drawing your boundary. It becomes full circle. Not being a yes man and drawing your boundary on raw eggs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Well, speaking of paying, so our last segment, which Mm -hmm. isn't really a segment, we Uh call it passing the offertory plate, which is basically a chance for you to plug yourself if you want people to follow you on social media or to come to Hadestown or whatever it is that you want. If you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram, M-A-R-M-W-O-O-D. 214. Yeah, that's my handle on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. And then you're also in Hadestown. And I'm also in Hadestown, 219 West 48th Street at the Walter Kerr Theater. Yeah, come and check us out. I want to come soon. I'm going to talk to you about when I should come. Okay. Oh, yeah. we should, can we go together? I really want to. Yeah. Oh, I, would, let's do it. Yeah. I would love to go together. Also, I was like, I need another carnation. I lost my last one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need a fresh fake carnation. <laughs> love it. We don't actually pass those out anymore. <gasps> But I can try to find you. You could, uh, I guess you. You could hook me up. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel so. You let <laughs> me know when you come in. I'll I'll see what I can do. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. Amazing. Um, well, that's it. There's only one thing left to say. Jesus, Jesus wouldn't call people whores on the internet. And would not. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Famously. He wouldn't famously. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thank for y'all. Me. I, I adore y'all. You. Y'all are so cute. I love this. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. You can find me, Becca Stevenson, at the Becca Stevenson on Instagram and at the real underscore Becca on TikTok and Twitter. You can find me, Sid King, at Sid period the period King on Instagram. And you can find us, the Good Girls Gone Sad, at Good Girls Gone Sad on Instagram and TikTok. You can also email us at goodgirlsgonesad at gmail.com. If you would like to submit a glossary submission, you can DM it to us on Instagram or send it through by email. Also, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will mail you a sticker and a matchbook. If you DM it to us on Instagram, just have to give us your address. Five-star reviews only, please. Also, don't forget, if you want to drink your morning coffee out of a mug that says Jesus wouldn't call people whores on the internet, you can do that with our merch, which you can find via our link tree. We would also like to thank Emery Bergman for our amazing logo and Luke Lima for our amazing intro and outro music.